0: (laughs) This is Jess, and you're listening to The Pumping Podcast. 2020. Mamas, can you believe it? We are in a new year, a new decade, a fresh new start. I can't believe it. I truly don't know where 2019 went, but I have to admit, I'm really excited about this year. I just... 2020 sounds good to me, and I'm looking forward to some really great, amazing change. I want to hear from you, mamas. Do you guys like to do New Year's resolutions? Do you like to focus on words? What is it for you? I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Reach out to me. Send me an email at thepumpingpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. Oh, I also wanted to tell you, mamas, I don't know if you saw, but I also have um, a website up now, which is just thepumpingpodcast.com, so you can reach out to me there as well. But I want to know. For me, I don't usually do resolutions. I like to think more so in a word that I'm going to focus on, or a mindset, or a phrase. And, you know, I've been really into Tony Robbins recently, some people might moan and groan, but. He has a phrase that I really have tried to adopt recently, and it is change your story, change your life. And I think that's going to be my motto for 2020. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to be positive, And I'm ready to dive into all the amazing things that are going to come to me because I'm just going to put it out there amazing things are going to come to me and I wish that for all of you too. I wish amazing things come to you, whether that's more sleep or that's more patience or that's more you time, whatever that is for you, I wish that for you and I just wish you a wonderful, wonderful new year. So to kick off the new year, I have a really wonderful guest that I'm very, very excited to share with you. Her name is Amanda Butler and she is a kick-ass mama. She is just so awesome and not only is she incredibly physically fit and will inspire you, but she also just has a really cool outlook on life and you'll hear she actually doesn't really do resolutions either because she just has this mindset that she always wants to improve and always wants to better herself i'm really really excited for her to share her story with you all and there's also a really cool company that she works for in the fit industry and you all have access to it if you'd like and there's a free two-week trial so look forward to that and i think that it could be really really helpful for you all i know i've been loving it and i'm definitely a fan so without further ado, here's Amanda. Do you usually make New Year's resolutions or are you? I, no, Um I don't because,
1: I don't know. I just, it's never really been a thing in mine. Like I just, I don't feel like I wait for the new year. Right, exactly. Well, that's part of everything that you are. <laughs> it's like a continual like process and like shifting and reassessing and Right. Um,
0: exactly. Yeah. Well, if you were to make one, what would yours be for 2020? Just maybe like a mental resolution or something.
1: Mm-mm. If I were to do one for 2020, I would
0: say. It's a whole new decade, which is crazy. I just realized the other day, it's like not only new years, but it's a new decade. It's crazy. I think
1: I would say, cause I'm 34 years old. I think I would say for 2020, I would like, no, I'm going to, um, step into my own power more. Stop playing small.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: Or like, stop. Yeah. Stop playing small. Stop second guessing myself. Cause
0: like in, like, the workplace or whatever it may be, like. Which is so crazy from an outsider's point of view, because I look at you and I'm like, nah, yeah, she never second guesses herself. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. <laughs> yep, yep, you're also a good actress. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: thank you. Um, but, you know what, I mean, I, do you know what I mean? I think as, like, women, right, like, thank God, like, it's all, like, starting to come out and, like, women taking, like, bigger leadership roles and starting businesses and all this stuff, um, which is awesome and inspiring, but like women just stepping more into their power and stop taking shit.
0: (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. I totally agree. We're in the same city, right? I was going to say, where are you joining us from? But you're here. You're in Harlem. Cool. I'm in Queens. So for you was, was fitness and health always a part of your life or did you just get into it through something else?
1: So honestly, like fitness and health, mainly fitness, like movement has always just been a very natural part of my life. Um, growing up when I was three years old, my mom put me in dance lessons because I was just, I, she noticed I had rhythm and like, I was constantly like dancing around. and so she also it might have been like partial babysitting right exactly (laughs) for an (laughs) hour a couple hours yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it was kind of like win-win um so I started dance when I was three and then from there I mean it just like evolved into and also I grew up in small town like Houston's Nebraska so like it wasn't and back at that time as well 34 years ago it wasn't insanely expensive to like play sports right and it was like yeah. through the YMCA but like I tried like I started with t ball and then from there it was like soccer and then it went into basketball and volleyball and track and girls
0: fast pitch wow you were super like sports oriented physical yeah and um always all through all of that always danced
1: like dance was always consistent and like I would try out these other sports and um finally come around to like middle school i just did volleyball basketball and track along with dance but then i got into high school and my mom was like okay like this is too crazy like you need to like <laughs> pick you so i ended up keeping volleyball on track and then dance was consistent still throughout everything um, so it was just a very normal part of life for me um I enjoyed it I I maybe I get this from my mom because even now like when I go home to visit like she doesn't sit around much she's always got to be up doing something like doing yard work or housework or like just always moving um and that's very much how I am she does have a desk job however I could never exactly <laughs> um, me neither never ever ever um I had like a, um, what do they call that? And when you're in college, um, Oh, like a work study work study. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was like a, like two hours or something sitting
0: at a desk and I was like, I can't. uh." Yeah. (laughs) So what was life like before you started a family? Were you, when did you come to New York? I have
1: been here, um, a little over eight years, 2011. Uh, The summer of two thousand eleven, I came here. Um, I had just finished my third contract dancing on Royal Caribbean cruise ships.
0: Oh, so that's where you the dance continued.
1: Yeah. So I actually I went to school to college for dance at Oklahoma City University. Okay. Went there and then upon graduating, I went straight to um, Royal Caribbean where I was with them for like about a total of three years, um, doing like three nine month contracts with them. That's awesome. Which was so fun.
0: I always wanted to do that. And I thought that that would be such a cool opportunity, but the only time that it came up was literally when I, it was like, I think two months into just meeting my now husband and they, it was for a contract that they said, you have to leave in, it was literally three days. I would have to like pack up my whole life and it never docked back so I literally left and it would be I mean a dream a Mediterranean cruise but it would be like I leave and I never come back to a steady place it's like a new place every time and they just pick up new people along Is that a world cruise it 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 was Mediterranean so it was like but base but it, they basically said like once you go you're like never back home for six months and I was like I wouldn't even have time to get home to mass to like see my family. I just started dating this guy that I really think I like. I was like, Oh my God. And I don't know if I made the wrong choice now. Well, with my husband, I didn't, but, um, I won well, I was going to say, I wonder if we could have lasted. I don't think we could have, cause it was so new. Yeah. Later on, I went on tour for two years and we lasted, but we had already yeah. been dating for two years. Right. Right. Before that. The so foundation. Yeah. And so I, that was, I think my one chance missed. But then after that, I was like, well, now I think I'm done. It's like, I got older. I was with him. I was like, the cruise ship world is gone, but that seems like such a fun experience.
1: Um, I mean, if it, I would only recommend it to someone like
0: straight out of school or whatnot with like exactly. zero, like no baggage. So after you were dancing for how many years you said, or how long for Royal Caribbean. Yeah, it was um about three, three years. Yeah. Oh wow! Because
1: my contracts were nine months long, and then I'd take like a little like two month break or so, and then go mm. and do it again. So, so then you moved to New York right after that. Yeah, my ship actually was porting out of Bayonne, New Jersey. Um, wow! And our last day, like we like pulled in, and we like wheeled our bags off, and I just like came on over to New York. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I don't need a flight home. I'm staying here. Yep. Um, so yeah, and then.
0: So what was your plan at that point? Were you going to continue dancing? Um,
1: I didn't really have a plan, honestly. Um, I had some friends with like Oklahoma City University. There's like a huge network here of like people that have graduated and people from my graduating class were here. One of my good friends um, who's still here as well, she was like. You know, it's like good to kind of have some kind of idea. She's like, but New York will also kind of find you. Like it'll like shift you and move you in ways that you might not realize. And I was mm. like, okay. Um and so I love that. Thought. She was 100% correct and I'm still here. <laughs> and so when did you meet your husband? I met him. So I officially moved into Queens. I lived in Astoria. Um, I was subletting a girl's room that I had gone to school with and that was in August 2011 and I met him in like October 2011. (laughs) Yeah so so it wasn't very long um, of my New York experience that I met him. Um,
0: He's Latino too right? Yeah he's Dominican. My husband's Puerto Rican. Ah! You know. And where are you from? I'm from Mass, Massachusetts.
1: Okay, I'm from Nebraska. So,
0: yeah. Okay. I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> so, you met your husband and what was life like before before your little 2-year-old?
1: Um, life was great. Um, it was st- like the city was still new and fresh. I was working. I started off working at a Lululemon, um, and that's kind of where I met him. He was a trainer at David Barton Gym. And and, oh. and that's how we met. It was like right above the store, um. And we we became like workout partners. Like we'd work out together, like every day. Yeah. Like time was a luxury. (laughs) I could get up and go do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. Um, and yeah, that's like the biggest thing. Like time was like a luxury, and I, I got to work out. A lot and I enjoyed that and like we enjoyed that because we it was kind of like your time yeah and
0: we had fun doing it um it's always good to improve each other together too it always yeah and it was just
1: kind of like our thing um mm-hmm. and he's like the only person that I ever really enjoyed working out with usually I'm a kind of like a loner um I don't I just like to go
0: to the gym and like do my own thing I don't i've kind of gotten into that we've tried working out a couple times together and it doesn't really (laughs) i just he just tries to correct me on something and i'm like okay (laughs) but yeah oh don't get me wrong we had our
1: moments too where he's like Uh, no we're gonna do this this and this and i'm like no i don't want to do that
0: exactly um but for the most part it was fun and it was something so what When did you decide to start to have a family and what was that like for you?
1: So we got married in 2015 and I told him, my, my husband has a daughter. So I have a stepdaughter. how old is she? She's 14. So when I first met her, she had like just turned six. Um, so backpedaled back to our wedding. So I had a stepchild and, um, and I was like okay like I want to be married a year like let's just like take this first year as married and like have fun I want to travel let's do some things and then like let's see where we are in a year like how I feel what if I'm ready for it because he's like I'm ready you know yeah yeah and so that's what we did we like traveled we had a blast and then it came to our year we went back to where we got married in Mexico for a one-year anniversary and um oh, nice. like we had the conversation and I was like you know I just don't think I'm ready yet it was like career-wise I was still kind of like ramping up and like fun things were happening I was um I was teaching at a fitting room and um, I was doing like fitness modeling and stuff like that. So I was having fun doing that. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of want to see where this all goes. And also just selfishly, I was like, I'm i just not ready yet. I still really enjoy my time to yeah. do whatever. And I'm not ready to quite give that up. And that was in May. And then in August for my birthday, we were in San Francisco um, in like Napa Valley area. And, um, and I was like taking a shower, it was on my birthday and we were like getting ready to go out to dinner somewhere. And I was just like thinking about, I was like, I've where I started in New York and to where I was now, like career wise and everything. And like, I, it was always one of my goals to be like, in a, um, like a fitness magazine or whatever. (laughs) And I was and I like, packed off all these things and I have never really taken the time to like, think about it and be
0: like, oh, like I've, I've done these things already. Yeah. That's huge. That's kind of a cool realization to have on your birthday too.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm a little farther along than I like realized or gave myself credit for. And so we went to dinner and I told him, I was like, I think I'm ready. And
0: he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just needed uh, a few months.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so, and then lucky for me, um, I got pregnant pretty quick. Um, so that was in August. And by like, remember December 8th, I found out I was pregnant. So I think we like tried technically for like two months mm. and it happened pretty quick, yeah. um, which is amazing. Um, and
0: here we are two and a half years later. Parker's a wild man. He is so cute. I was just listening this morning or looking this morning before um, we were chatting on your Instagram to your video and the one of him on your husband's belly just laughing and they're both laughing at each other. Oh, it's just so darn cute. He was he was a little bit smaller than him. But so for you, I mean, you're such a fitness inspiration. I know to me and I hope many others, but for you... What was what was your workout regime like before you tried to get pregnant, and then how did that look like going into that? Like being on the cover of a fitness magazine and having succeeded in all of these goals in the fitness world, how did you feel going into pregnancy? Were you nervous about your body changing, or what? How did you prepare yourself for that? Um. Okay, I'll break this up into two. So one, I'll talk about
1: workout-wise. And then two, I'll go into how I felt about getting pregnant and body changing. So one workout wise previously, I mean, my dancer body was a little different, right? It was like, cause I just, all I did was dance, dance, dance and like cardio, cardio, cardio. So I was um, like very lean and whatnot. So when I came to New York and I started like working out with my husband, we did a lot of strength training. So I like actually put on a lot of muscle. Um, so like that was like a body change in itself. And like like I got really strong and I was yeah. like wow, like this is cool. Um, because that was something I'd never really done before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so I was really strong and I felt good and I felt like like a badass. Badass, yeah. I was like <laughs> well, you still are yeah, <laughs> shit and whack, you know. Um, <laughs> And so then, getting pregnant, I mean, I was a little nervous just because, obviously, I've never been pregnant before, and just like you know, like how am I gonna feel like all that stuff. um, I wasn't too scared about all the weight gain. I mean, I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna try to keep it in check, you know, not just like go crazy, yeah, um, but i was but I also was kind of like sorry, I have to backpedal because I went to school for dance right now as a dancer forever. And at my school, um, like weight was a big deal. Yeah. Right. And it, I mean, just a dancer's world, um, <laughs> all kinds of crazy issues and you're supposed to be a certain way, look a certain way, weigh a certain number, all that stuff. Um, it fucks with you that there's just no, I mean, if you can survive that awesome. Um, but it, it, we all get like various degrees of it.
0: Mm, and totally.
1: so I will say, thankfully, like I had a good amount of time from post-college to pregnancy and doing like my dancing job and like building up strength of my husband and like, not keeping a scale in my house anymore and all that stuff even in my pregnancy I didn't have a scale in my house I only got weighed in when I went to the doctors that's probably really smart <laughs> yeah because I was like I know who I was in the past mm-hmm. and I like done all this work to, to, get out of it. to get out of it and I was like I don't want to go back there and I knew it was like a slippery slope Yep. so I was like not gonna do it like I'm just gonna like you know keep working out keep moving my body try to eat the best that I can also I gave myself some breaks I was like one day I remember I was like man I want a pop-tart I was like (laughs) when was the last time I had a pop-tart I was like as a teenager I was like hell yeah I'm getting myself a (laughs) pop-tart so I did have like let myself have indulgences um but I just kept moving and I was also on my feet a lot just anyways, naturally with my job, um, just teaching classes and stuff like that. So my workout stayed the same, focused a lot on strength training, still worked out with my husband. I became pre and postnatal certified as well. And my mm-hmm. husband is too. So we kept our like workout routine together. Um, it was great cause I felt comfortable with him. And then I was like learning all of that myself, like being pregnant and then like getting my certification for it was all kind of really exciting and fun. Um, so I kept up with my strength training throughout my whole pregnancy. And like lifting weights. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like still doing everything I did
0: before. And I, I know there's so much controversy, I think, over that. Isn't, isn't there? There is, but first of all, I like told my doctors
1: everything. So like having that conversation with your doctor, if you are sedentary, a significant amount of your life, and then you get pregnant, don't it, go
0: ahead and lift some weights and do squats. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, it's, I, it's fine for you to start working out, but you're going to have to start at a very different level and like, just slowly kind of work your way. You can work with weight, but it's going to be very light. And like, you have to be just smart about it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I told them what I've been doing and I, this is years like years of this certain style of like working out and being on my feet and all this stuff. Yeah. And then they were just like, well, you know, as long as you feel fine and you're comfortable and um, just, you know, make the modifications that you need to like no crunching, no twisting, all that stuff. um, Like you're good to go. And so I kept it up. Like I even found at some points of my pregnancy, like I was feeling even stronger. Like I was still squat. Like with a barbell on my back with like weights on it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And
1: it was great. And I, keeping that routine also helped with energy. Like even days when I remember being pregnant and be like, oh, I'm so tired. Like I don't feel good. Granted, not every day I did it, but then I would go to the gym and like get a workout. And then I'd, I'd have more energy
0: and I'd feel better. Well, and I'm sure at the end, did it let your body like bounce back faster?
1: Um, I 100% think so. Building a really strong foundation before you get pregnant. I think your body remembers um, and it helped, I would say a lot. Um, But also it's good for the baby too, to keep your body moving. You don't have to do like what I was doing, like with a bunch of weights and everything. Although strength training, I'm a bit biased, but I think strength training is super, super important for women. Yeah. Like just in general. Um but then also while you're pregnant because you have to you have to be strong. You have to build up those back muscles. So you um because everything like is going forward, right? Your boobs get bigger, your belly gets bigger, everything starts to round forward and then your back hurts strong legs to help support the added weight. Um I mean it's literally like the best thing.
0: <laughs> so then once you had the baby, did you continue pretty quickly or did you I mean you probably gave yourself a little time?
1: Um so I ended up having a C-section. So I waited for that 6 weeks. Um to get the clearance from the doctor and she said I was good to go and once I had that six weeks I like went back into the gym honestly I was going back I was a bit nervous just because I had a c section and like the scar like the incision right. I was just kind of like really cautious and had to take my time like building back up I know for a lot of women that period of time is like agonizing Yeah. it's like, you just had a baby, like a lot happened with your body. It's pretty traumatizing. You want to, you're like, okay, the baby's out. Like, I want to get back to what I was doing. And you have to be so patient and you have to be so graceful with yourself. And I remember going back into that first workout and like in my torso area, my core, it was just like hollow. It was like, oh my God, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just such a weird feeling because you, you know, prior to like, you're, you're always working on core strength and everything. And then it grows and expands and it, the abs like naturally separate just a little bit and then the baby's out and then, it, you know, eventually kind of comes back down and you're just left with like this
0: hollow. Deflated.
1: <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, what happened? Um, so it takes time. And you can't immediately just jump back into crunches and all of that. You have to really be cautious and smart and let that separation, which we all have various degrees of it, um, which you can check yourself. You can just YouTube like how you check yourself or have your doctor do it. Um, But if it's a big separation, like that takes months Mm -hmm. for it to come back together, like as much as it can
0: and crunching and twisting is only going to make it worse. So I'm throwing these a couple of questions at you on the fly because it's just so interesting. But what are some I mean, you have a great set of abs, I have to say. <laughs> so how did you get them back? What are some things, exercises, tips, what can people do?
1: Um honestly, for me, um it's all about strength training. I rarely do traditional core work. I rarely do crunches or what you would think of like ab exercises. Um, I focus more on building up my core strength through strength training. When you're doing a back squat, you're using your core to support you and your breathing techniques. You should inhale on your way down in a squat and a big exhale through your mouth. And you pull that core in like a corset as you exhale to stand up. So with any exercise, a push-up, um, deadlifts. That deadlifts are a great core and back builder as well as getting your hamstrings. Um, literally, if you're doing like a cable row, you're sitting down on the bench and you're pulling a cable. You have to keep your core engaged so you don't flop around. You get a lot of core work in doing just traditional strength exercises, and it. You can add in like the crunches and bicycles and Russian twists and all that stuff. Um, It's not going to hurt,
0: but I really do it. Yeah. Now what about the dirty C cardio word? (laughs) What do you think that has? (laughs) I, Hey, if you enjoy it, do it.
1: Um, I think everybody is different and every body is different. And if your body does not react to cardio, like in the way that you want it to like try something else, I feel like it's a bit of trial and error for everybody to kind of figure out what they want, enjoy doing. Right. You have to enjoy the movement you're doing because if you hate it, you're not going to stay with it and you're you're not going to do it. So something that you enjoy doing. Um, And two, it doesn't hurt to get your heart rate up. That's good. Just like conditioning. Yeah. I do cardio. Um, I like to run as I do on the
0: studio app. So um, well, that's a perfect segue, I have to say. So, I haven't brought this up yet, but for those who are listening, I went ahead and followed Amanda on her Studio app, which is amazing. And I just did the two-week trial, and I feel like I think I want to continue. Um, people can find it um, on your Instagram handle, which is at Amanda Butler NYC, and I'll put that all in the show notes so people can check it out. But It's so, I I literally, I messaged you one after I did it the first time because I literally ran faster and longer than I ever have. And I think it has something to do with a class. I know females in general just happen to like the idea of a class. But the nice thing about the studio app is you can do it on your own time at home, but you feel like you're in a class and you have you as the support the music's so fun. Your energy is so fun. I love when you get on your like motivational trains. It's amazing. <laughs> You're like, okay, that was enough. I'm going to start talking. I'm like, no, keep going, bring it up. Um, but it's great. So for those who are listening who don't know, you just basically sign up onto the app and there's classes that you can look on for that day. There's also classes from the past that you can go back and check in on. There's treadmill. There's um core there's yoga there's there's so much what else is there I do like it's called sculpt but it's like
1: strength training like stuff with weights um strength. a little bit like plyometrics
0: sometimes
1: yeah uh I tend to do a lot of 30 minutes so like strength and hit kind of combined um but I also have stuff on there like you know, 15 minute body weight only, like you could do at home. Like for us here in New York and our tiny little apartments, you could do anywhere. Or like if you're traveling, like in a hotel room, um, or I mean, you could very easily just take it to a gym, whether it's like your gym at home or if
0: you're traveling and there's like a gym in whatever hotel you're at. The program that I finished in December was called Best Self Yet, um, and I also love that that you have programs because people can just check in with them and they're 30 minutes like yeah it's amazing like you said on one of them you're like sorry but put your kids in front of the iPad for just 30 minutes it's okay this might bring up some controversy but (laughs) I don't know I'm whether it's like put them in the playroom give them a book give them an iPad give them a little Disney plus show whatever it is but like I want to hear everybody else's opinions but my opinion it for someone who doesn't have a child is just like, you have to be a little bit selfish every now and then. And if you can get the 30 minutes in, in that way, do it.
1: Yeah. And I feel like for moms, I mean, right. On this topic, it could be a little controversial. Hey, I'm not knocking any way that anyone feels about this. Like I, no judgments, whatever you want to do, like you do. Yeah, your own absolutely. Um, but for me, I let my son see the iPad. Like if I need to get something done, uh, he's not on it for hours on end. I like put a timer like on my watch or like I do X, Y, and Z that I need to get done. And then I'm like, okay, we take a break. And then we move on to something else. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that being said, why I say that in my classes is because as a mom, the, the mom guilt, I'm using my fingers to air quote it, yeah. because this shit is real. Um, and as moms, just because we care so much all the time, and we just want the best for our children, that we tend to put ourselves last. And you can't do that because no. when, when your cup is empty, you exactly. can't fill anyone else's cup.
0: Well, and it's just like with a relationship with a husband or a partner, it's like you can't be in a relationship giving yourself to somebody else if you're not giving yourself everything that you need. You have right. to be whole in order to be a a, a couple. Right. Same. You have to be complete, you have to be whole, you have to be healthy in order to give to your child. And I think that they can sense that too. Like I think moms could easily go into like a resentment thing because they're not you know they have to spend and give all of their time to their kids and they're not giving that time to themselves so you don't want to end up resenting your kids yeah in that way
1: yeah or it could even like shuffle over to like resentment towards your partner like oh well you get to do this but I have to take care of the kids all the time and like that type of situation um there's various ways it could go down um but yeah I mean also too with like getting a it could be 15 minutes or like the other day I was dancing with my son we put on music and we were dancing around the living room you could even get your kids involved in it
0: yeah I love right that. they
1: put blast music on and um dance around and jump up and down and like get your body moving and they enjoy it too they think it's so fun and then you you know like try to do like a Simon says, like you do a move and then they try to copy you. Yeah. There's various ways you could do it. Incorporating them or being like, here, take one second. Mommy needs to do something.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you do it together in that type of a way, you're just reinforcing a good positive habit and kind of putting that into their system without them even realizing it. You right. Know?
1: Yeah. But the biggest thing is that you have to take care of yourself just as much as you take care of them because, well, one, they're always watching, right? They're watching you. If you're depleted and like tired and, you know, just like exhausted all the time. I mean, kids pick up on everything. But I also, I just, for myself, like after having a child, I'm not speaking for all women. This is just my experience that I was just kind of like, oh, like, who am I? like what happened to Amanda Um, getting back in the gym felt really good for me just because moving your body changes your mind, right? When you're feeling down and whatnot, and you're just kind of like, Oh my God, like this is overwhelming. Um, Getting those endorphins from a workout can change your mind and change your attitude, um, which helps tremendously. And you're like, no, okay, I got this. Yeah. But it also, for me, was important to get back in the gym because like that's also like who I am like, that was part of Amanda's identity before children and it it is yep. post children and to make time for it and granted it didn't like start off like I got to the gym maybe once a week and then it kind of got built up to like two times a week I was hovering around two times a week for a long time and just because with the way me and my husband are schedules and mm-hmm. with work and all that stuff. And then I kind of was like in a rhythm with that. And then I was like, you know, no, I want to add another day in. And so just kind of make it work. I know every mom situation is different, whether you have help or not, or if even you could do like, if there's someone in your like neighborhood or community, or like another mom friend that you could like trade with, like, Hey, can you watch my kids? day for X amount of time. And then on this day, like I'll do the same for you.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. You know, if
1: you don't have the like abilities to like pay for someone or is there like family member who can help out
0: or asking for help.
1: Yeah. And if you have a partner involved, like really having an honest conversation being like, I need this, like I need X, Y, Z, I need this much time a week. It doesn't have to be working out every single time to like, just go be Amanda for an hour on Saturdays, whether you go like sit in a park or you just go get your nails done, you go have a coffee by yourself or whatever it is like that just brings joy to your heart.
0: Or a little reset button. Yeah so for 2020 what can we expect now in this new decade for your studio are you gonna do like so December was best self yet do you have one for this month for this um
1: I don't have a program really per se um just lots of other offerings like different types of classes um probably will come out with some other type of program with the best self program. Also that can be done at any time.
0: That's Um, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't have to be like just now during this time, it can be, I don't know, whenever you need it, if you find yourself in a slump and kind of
0: just need a kickstart. So for 2020, if you need to start off the year, go check out the best (laughs) self yet.
1: (laughs) Yep. Because it's, um, it's six days a week. I've got you covered um, one of those days is just like a stretch day. So it's really um, five.
0: We'll call it five. Yeah. You could stretch while you're watching TV if you need to. (laughs) So what do you find to be the hardest part about committing to a fitness program for a mom? Um,
1: well, I think the thing is with kids, it's just, it's so unpredictable, right? Like you could make plans and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, but then one kid gets sick. And then they're home from school, and then that like just blows your plan. like your plan, <laughs> and you're like, okay. And then you find yourself like a week has gone by, and you're like, oh my god. What
0: advice do you have for kind of battling that?
1: That sometimes stuff happens, and it's okay. But just to pick yourself back up, and when the opportunity arises for you to like get back into it, you do, and don't let it just keep unraveling, unraveling, unraveling. Mm-hmm. And even if it does, whatever, two months go by, like, stop shaming yourself. Don't get down on yourself. Just lace up and just get out and start moving again. And we, as women, I think in general, we beat ourselves up over a lot of things. Yeah. Like what your mom, like how you're parenting, like, are you doing enough? Like you're, are you you know, what to what they eat, what they play with, who their friends are, blah, 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 like everything, right? You just try to be the perfect mom, but we know perfect isn't real. <laughs> We're all just doing our best. But then too, like, with the way society is, and like scrolling on Instagram, and like, oh, look at that perfect family. Look at that mom, like she's doing it all. She makes all of her kids food everything is organic everything is beautiful everything is this she still works out she does this and this and this well instagram is a filtered life right <laughs> we all know that like you don't see the behind the scenes right We go to post the the crazy shit exactly yeah. the not pretty parts so just giving ourselves a break and yeah. just realizing that be like, hey, this is just kind of like a season in life where, you know, maybe my fitness hasn't been that on point, but I'm going to really make a point of it now. Things have kind of calmed down. I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to try to maintain it. Well, and I think the
0: other part of it too is like, because even with yourself, I'm not going to lie, I'm not a mom, but I found you on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, she, you're an inspiration, but like your body is unbelievable. But also, like you said, you've been dancing your whole life. You've been in fitness. This is your career. This is what you do for a job. Mm -hmm. So naturally your body's going to jump back easily. Naturally, you're going to be in that mindset because that's what you do other than being a mom right now. So the thing that I love about you and what you're doing is you're connected to the studio app, which seems manageable at least. Yeah. Or maybe not even all moms, you know, 30 minutes might be too too long and that's fine but you can also turn it off you can do the exercise for 15 minutes and then finish it 15 minutes later or you can you know yeah. do whatever you need but i think just giving grace and the ability that moms have or anybody has but i'm specifically commenting on moms that moms have to check something like this out and get the guidance and support from you and like in your class you're going ahead and saying commenting about being a mom and commenting about how, you know, you didn't get any sleep or this, they are running around. And I think that just makes you a little bit more relatable for those moms out there.
1: Yeah. On, well, on the studio app, I did create a program called bump fit, which takes you through your pregnancy, um, weeks 13, all the way to week 40. Oh, cool. And, um, it's like three workouts a week and two of them are strength. And then there's one like cardio day on the treadmill. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Yeah. It's kind of comprised of like a little bit of running and like some uphill walking and stuff like that. And it's 20 minutes. Um, Is there any
0: specific postnatal workout on there?
1: So I've just done um, a couple um, like four postnatal like strength workouts and four postnatal runs um, just to kind of get you kind of like back into the safe exercises um, and just kind of get you a little connected back to your body. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I mean, you could keep doing those, repeating those until you feel like pretty good. And then you can progress back into, um, various classes on the studio app or like going back to your gym and your local community or like whatever is your jam.
0: So I've touched on it a little bit before, but before, um, we wrap up with my last few questions just explain studio to us from your point of view how do people get involved how can they find it and i'm a fan but how can people check it out yep
1: so studio is a fitness app um you can find it in the app store right now it's just currently available on um iphones or well apple Mm -hmm. um and you could also check it out on my my Instagram profile Amanda Butler NYC. There is a link in my bio, so that's a good way you could just click and there it is. Um, or you can look at their Instagram, which is at Sweat with Studio, um, to get an idea. But there's um, six trainers on the app. We offer a variety of personalities, and everyone we're all a little different, so it's not cookie cutter same kind of trainer.
0: We're all, I would say, vastly different. Um, so there's somebody for everybody. And you can just go ahead and search you or any of the others that people find and then all of your workouts come up.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I think in the top in the discover part, if you click that, and then you could just like tap on my picture and then like everything
0: pulls up. Okay. Is that your little one? Yep. <laughs> do, you ha- do you have to run? No, it's okay. So for you, how do you just how do you juggle life? So now your little one is two. And how do you juggle life with all the fitness work that you do as a career and being a mom? I think as moms, we just always figure it out. That's just what moms do.
1: We just always manage and figure it out. For me, every day looks a little different. Um, My husband is also a trainer. So we both have like very odd schedules and different times of day. We've kind of got it worked out for the most part where him and I can hand off as much as possible. Like he goes early in the morning and then he comes back and then I go kind of like late morning, afternoon is when I go in and like um, film and stuff. And then I come back and then he goes back and does like the after work hours, right? Like train people. Well, occasionally we need his mom to come over um, and help us with babysitting. We do have him, like, in a twos program. It's literally across the street from where we live. It's, like, a two-hour drop-off on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which has been amazing. Um, so he goes and plays and made some friends and, you know, gets to, like, separate from us for a minute, which is awesome.
0: So that's also been helpful. What's the best thing about being a mom? Oh, boy. That's a never answer that.
1: um what's the best thing about being a mom
0: his timing couldn't be more perfect with that
1: little laugh I mean I feel like there's so many things right like seeing life again through precious little eyes and like just like the innocence and beauty of it all um and like with holidays and like all that stuff and Disney movies and everything you're like oh yeah like it's just so like carefree and beautiful um but I think I think what I like about it most is that like it's just a it's not just about me like it's a huge like shift in perspective like after having him the things that I cared about so much prior to having him like some things like I just don't give a shit about anymore Mm. and just like a shift in priorities and perspective I'm like why did I care so much or why did I stress out so much about that like it's so silly um and just not (laughs) not being so uh like caught up in myself
0: yeah does that makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sweating the small stuff. Now I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Now you just got to sweat at the gym and it feels good. <laughs> what is something that you want to tell him now for when he is 18? Oh man, that's a big question.
1: I guess I would say like my greatest hope is that he just turns into a kind and respectful human being of everyone um and that he understands like hard work and determination and um and fights for what he believes in and stays true to himself with I'm hopefully I'm installing very good morals and values into him, um, and that he cares for others and his community, and is also a servant to to others.
0: But well, I think you're in the job too of helping to improve people and helping to make others feel better about themselves. You've kind of stepped away from that selfishness and in, into selfless and helping others, best self yet, letting people feel the best that they possibly can. So I'm sure he's getting that from you and your husband too. I hope so. You guys are serving people every day. So I would imagine so. Yeah.
1: Just with the today's world, the society, I don't know. Honestly, it
0: feels just kind of scary. Yeah.
1: Raising kids. I'm just like, I don't know what the world's going to be when he's 18. But I mean, I love that the, the community we are in. It's a very diverse group of people. And I love having him in that at such a young age and just to be just so loving and respectful and kind to everyone.
0: I mean, this has been such a pleasure oh, thank you so much for those listening um, go check out on Instagram at Amanda Butler NYC she is such an inspiration and you should definitely check out um, Sweat With Studio and on her on her page you can follow um, the link to get a free two week trial which is amazing and I highly highly recommend it <laughs> so check out the show notes for all of that info and um, I hope you get inspired for 2020 the Pumping Podcast is a podcast for moms and by moms, and I am your host. I'm not yet a mama. I'm a mama in training. If you're enjoying what you hear, please take a minute on iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review so more mamas out there can find us and listen along while they're pumping or breastfeeding. If you'd like to be a guest and share your story, email me at thepumpingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also email me if you have any questions for any of my guests, and I will reach out, get those answers, and relay them to you in a follow-up episode. A big thank you to my friends Ashley and Kelly for the use of their baby's laughter, and my dear friend Erin Adams for writing my gorgeous theme song. You can follow along on Instagram at The Pumping Podcast, and go ahead and share the podcast with a mama you know. Until next time, keep on pumping.